I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. And this is the Houdat Discussion, powered by Overtime Media. This is going to be an off-season edition, but there's still a lot of news, and we have a fun topic as we're going to start some position previews coming into you know, training camps only probably a month away. The official dates haven't been announced, but those will probably be coming up as well as now. Training camp, then preseason, then the season starts really quickly, and I just can't wait for that. Can't wait to get ready to go here as the Saints are embarking on another really, I think, going to have a really positive, good season. And I, I think it's just going to be really fun. I really can't wait to just get into these games already and some live action. We got some taste of live action last week, and I just want more and more of it. Minicamp, to me, was really good. It was really what a team wants to have. You have a lot of competition, not one side of the ball really took control and did really good. You had a lot of good plays by the offense, but you also had some really good plays by the defense. So overall, really good job to from both sides of the field and the coaches to get these guys powered up, ready to go. And I, I, we have a lot of storylines from that. We talked about them last week, and I think there's still some things that we have to address a little bit, which we'll just get to kind of talk through in passing stance when they come up in other topics. But to me, it was just a really successful kind of week last week. And now can't wait to see what this team sees in training camp preseason and then the regular season so I think we're just going to start with some Saints news as look last week we had Cameron Jordan sign the biggest extension with the Saints and now we're going to see Mike Thomas could be next as he can be on for a big payday first reported by um, Diana Rossini of ESPN it was that Michael Thomas he's going to be on course to be the NFL's highest paid receiver the Saints were fine with him getting that type of money they're fine with him going in there and getting paid that much. They're, they want to give him that much. And they said this deal should be done by training camp. But um, on CBS Sports, they did say that the deal is reportedly far apart in extension talks. So kind of a mixed reaction here between two separate sources. First, we had Diana Rossini coming here is that this deal is going to get done. We know it's going to get done, and now it's just a matter of time before these two sides could just come together. It will be done by training camp, and that should really be done. Then we have another news story saying that we're still far apart on this deal. But yeah, so here's this is what Jeff Duncan said. He said, nothing's intimate. They're far apart, but they're motivated to get the deal done, and we'll get it by the start of training camp. That That's, to me, there's still a lot of work to be done, and I think that the Saints will get it done. But overall, I think that the Saints will get this done it's huge that the Saints get this done. After, look, so Breeze, he's going to be here one to two more years. I think that's really what all Saints fans are thinking. That's what I'm thinking really going into next season and, you know, other years. I think if we win the Super Bowl next year, I, I think, number one, that would be an amazing accomplishment for this team. I think everyone would know that. And they would just go in, I think Breeze would say, let me retire on top. Quarterbacks have done it before, Elway, Peyton Manning, and I think he would do that again for sure. And then I think who's going to be the head of the offense? It's going to be Mike Thomas, Alvin Kamara. So you're going to have to get those guys both paid up and Michael Thomas will be the first one to do that. Now, when you're talking about numbers wise, to me, it is very interesting when looking at it because 
there are a lot of different ways you can go with this contract. I think where the Saints will go with it, and I think that's this is going to be the most intriguing option for the Saints, is going to make him the most paid receiver. He's going to make over $100 million, but then in how many you want guaranteed, that's going to be all up to Mike Thomas and the deal that you want to give him. But he should be making more than $100 million. I think he deserves it. I think he's made enough money to do that. I think give him five years, $100 million, or around there. And then I think after that, that's really going to be it for that deal. I think it's a really good deal. I think you give him however you want to give him guaranteed-wise. I'd probably give him 60 guaranteed between that. Um, the Saints do have $12 million in cap now as... Actually, the Cameron Jordan deal lowered his salary cap for this year, his cap at this year, so next year he's going to have a much bigger cap, but um, the Saints do have a lot of room to pay a lot of people, and I think really, if I'm the Saints, you pay Michael Thomas 2021, 2022, 2023, because at that point, Breeze will probably be gone, you're going to have a young quarterback that won't be costing a lot, so you can have other players that cost a lot, I think that's exactly what the Saints should do, I think that's the Saints, I think that's what they're going to do, so that's just what I feel there for the Saints, and really what I feel for this whole situation going forward, Mike Thomas has just been a straight savage dog, everything, when you look at his stats, I mean, they're amazing, this is his overall career stats, this is in three years, he has over 320 receptions, 321 receptions, 3,787 yards, 23 touchdowns. And look, that's only in the regular season. We'll get into the playoff numbers later. But year by year, he had an over 90 reception in 2016, over 100 receptions in 2017, over 120 with 125 receptions in 2018, leading the NFL. He has over 1,000 yards all, four se- all three seasons Excuse me, there with the Saints. And he went over 1,400 last year. He almost got to that 15 100 threshold, which obviously would have been big. He had over 1,200 in 2017 and over 1,100 in 2016. And overall, looking at the touchdowns, obviously it's big. Um, He's never went over 10 touchdowns, but he's gotten nine twice. And look, I think he's just overall, he's made some really clutch plays for the Saints. He's an amazing route runner. He's a really good playmaker. Gets His hands get to the ball, and he's very strong with his hands. He's just, to me, just an amazing player. He has all the right tangibles to be one of the best receivers in the game here. I do think that he's very explosive as well, and I think he can run the deep ball, but he's obviously not that deep ball receiver, and he, he's one of the best receivers in the game right now. I think he's underrated in that category. Also, he hasn't gotten into any shenanigans like other players have, like Antonio Brown, and you, you got to give him, he's number one best player. I think we got to put that up there because he deserves it. He's at least top three, maybe even higher at this point because last year he went off and just had an amazing year, and I think that's going to continue in 2019 with Drew Brees, and even in the future, if it's Teddy Bridgewater, or if it's another receiver, the Saints are going to need Mike Thomas. And I do think that this deal is going to get done. I think it's got to get done. And the Saints cannot, you cannot let Michael Thomas play for another team besides the black and gold throughout his whole career. That has to be done there. He's the best receiver to me in Saints history at this point. And um, at least he's, this three-year stretch is the best in Saints history. And I think this is it. And um, I think the Saints will get him done. He was a top 100 player for the last two years. Look, overall, when you look at it over and over again, he's just a great player. This deal should get done. I think it will be $100 million, though. I think that's something to definitely look at. It will probably be in that range because I don't see him making, wanting anything less than that. And you got to just say, like, this is going to be your deal. You deserve everything. So obviously, it's a lot of money, but I think it's worth it. I think it's really worth it. This is what his market, I mean, his market value is probably 20 a year. Let me just look at it. Yeah, his market value is 20.4 a year, so I just give him that over five years. Give him the, you know, two, 101 million. I think that's what you do. They think that he deserves five million, uh, five years, 102 million dollars. I think that's that, that's fine with me too. They think he should be the 
wide receiver's best ranked player, and he's going to come up, and he'll probably be broken next year. But when looking at it, um, average salary, when average salary dictates, he's going to be also younger than a lot of these players, but Odell Beckham signed a five years $90 million deal. That was $18 million per per year, and he signed it when he's 25. Mike Thomas, I believe, is only like 20. He's 26. Wow, he's actually kind of older than I thought. But anyway, so he's kind of at that Odell Beckham stage, even a little older. Same with DeAndre Hopkins, on a five-year 180, um, $81 million deal, excuse me, there. I think that's what he's going to get. I think he's going to demand it. And I would like to give him five years 95, not hit $100 million threshold. But, I mean, you do what you can do. And I think overall, he's going to be a great player that comes in here and um, does, like, look, you can just kind of have level tiers maybe next year and this year he only makes like nine million then he goes up to making 15 and then he gets like 25 at the end i do that too you know you can do that you could do it in so many ways and we know what mickey loomis does when restructuring cap and stuff that i think he's going to come in and put a really good deal up there and i think this is going to be just a win-win deal and he deserves it he's a fan favorite everybody likes him so i think we just go out and do that and also, Saints did finalize the Richard Matthews deal. I know I said it, that they were going to sign him by, like, Friday in last week's podcast, and I was right by the Saints signing him. I believe it was Thursday night. So that was, I think, really good there. I think, it, look, we talked about him, so I'm not going to talk about him right now. But it will come up later in the show um, when there's a question on him later. We have a Houdat Nation fan question later in the show about Richard Matthews. And I just wanted to say that he was signed, one-year deal, and um, that's going to be interesting as well. But I will talk about that just a little later. Also, Mickey Loomis did speak on the radio today about Drew Brees and how how long is he going to be on the Saints. And basically, he said that it's going to be year-by-year basis and that Drew, it's really up to Drew. It's not really up to us. And you know, he was kind of just like getting around the comment. And um, But overall, really good from Mickey Loomis there saying that you know, he could play as long as he wants. His The door is always open for him to return. And... Um, I think that's the way it should be, especially with the Saints trying to, you know, get this championship there. So, before we get into our main topic, I think we should take a quick break. You are listening to the Houdat Discussion Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So, welcome back into the Houdat discussion, and now we're going to get into our position breakdowns here, as this is going to be an interesting one. We're going to do the defensive end group here, and I really can't wait to get into this. I don't know about you guys, but this is just a really interesting topic for the Saints, and I do have some concerns about this group, not going to lie, after they had an amazing year, but... This year, it could be a little different when they do not have Alex Okafor. So I'm just going to do, just before we even get into it, we're going to start off with additions, subtractions, and then we're going to get into some, like, how, what do I think about the Saints going forward? 
there. So really the main subtraction from this group is going to be Alex Okafor, the only subtraction from this group. And obviously Alex Okafor was a player that came in here and did some really good stuff. He was steady. He did get hurt in 2017, but overall um, he came in here, did some really good stuff. And over the last few years, He's been a player that can just come in there, get some sacks when needed, stop the run really well, and really be a player that you can be reckoned with here. He had four and a half sacks in 10 games in 2017, 2018. He had four sacks, and look, overall, really good job. Okafor is also really good against the rush, and you know he made a lot of great plays, either with a tackle for loss or starting for only a one to two yard gain from the Saints. He was just in, in the run. He was just a really good player, and... Saints are going to miss him, but he got a big payday with the Chiefs, and you know, he deserves that. So overall, you just got to give him best of luck there. I think that he's going to be a good player going into next year for the Chiefs. So we'll have to see what happens. But overall, the Saints are going to have to replace him here. And they obviously think that Marcus Davenport is going to replace him. The only other addition for the Saints, big-time addition, was Mario Edwards, who's really a swing guy who can play defensive end and also defensive tackle, probably, and he's better at defensive tackle anyways, and probably will have more time at defensive tackle. So I don't know what he's going to do coming up in here. What is he... Look, he can come in here and do really good stuff from the defensive end part, but I just don't see it. I think he's more of the interior guy, and that means it's going to fall on Marcus Davenport. Trey Henderson could also fall on him a little bit as well, because these two players are going to have to come up here and really take the load. Obviously, there's some undrafted free agents that could get some playing time, such as Carl Granderson, who I really like. Sean Payton has talked to the media about Carl Granderson. Obviously, he could be a really good player for the Saints, and I kind of agree with him because, I mean, look, this guy should have been like a fourth-round pick, fifth-round pick, and um, you know, just because of some legal reasons, we'll see what happens there, and that's why he doesn't get picked up here and drafted really so I mean the Saints were graded the best undrafted free agent class of this year so obviously we're going to see some I think undrafted free agents step up and Carl Granderson could be one of those players but also had Porter Augustin who could be a player that had a lot of injuries but he came in as a really high recruit he was a um, defensive end that the Saints could also look at but overall I think that those two guys plus Hendrickson and Davenport are going to have to fill that role and how are they going to do that is going to be it's it's tough because will they do it is something that you have to look at and it could be interesting because both Hendrickson and Davenport have had success but not to the success that Okafor had and also both these players were up and down a lot well Okafor is a very steady player and I think the Saints kind of need that steady player. Maybe Marcus Davenport does a Cameron Jordan-like jump by going from like one to two sacks like Cameron Jordan did. And um, Marcus Davenport had four sacks. And he's going to jump to eight sacks, nine sacks, just like Cam Jordan did in his rookie season. Well, it's a second season. We'll have to see that. But this is Marcus Davenport's year now. The Saints are going to rely on him to be that player that comes up here and makes an impact from the the second defensive end spot. And I think it's going to be really interesting because... These two guys are really, I think, the big headliners from the Saints' defensive end position, which was one of the best in the league last year. Cam Jordan's going to come up, got the big contract. We all we already know his stats, 13, 12 sacks. That's what he's going to put up. 17 tackles for loss, something like that, and a, a lot of tackles. He gets those bad passes a lot. He does a lot of great stuff. We all know that. And then it's going to be, what can Marcus Davenport give you and Trey Henderson? I mean, Marcus Davenport last year, yeah, he did have an okay year. Four and a half sacks, did have the fourth fumble. Um, 12 tackles, but he only played, I believe it was like 12 games. And then when he came back, to me, he just wasn't as good. Um, he did have a pretty good game in the Rams game. He had a tackle for loss there. The When you're looking at it, though, not really anything besides that. 
really after the, the injury came back and he just wasn't as good. And look, there's something, uh, definitely a lot of things you can look at that and can attribute to that. He did, you know, play in 11 games, not the full 16. If you put a full 16, I think we would have saw you know, a lot better play from him. And then also you got to look at where he is on the sack total here, where before the injury, he was at four sacks. And then after the injury, he had only a half a sack. You got to look at that. And to me, with that injury, it's something they got to look at and be like, hopefully he comes back in the first half of the year because through the like six games, he was here seven games. He did really, really good stuff. He had four and a half sacks, four sacks through you know six games. You could double that. Even if he played 12 games, that's eight sacks right there. He was a huge force to be reckoned with. And then it all kind of just went away. Now he will get more snaps. That's obviously going to help. But he's going to have to come in here and do some really good stuff or the Saints will take a step back. Or Cameron Jordan, I think he will take a step back if the second defensive end player is not there playing really good football. And then Trey Hendrickson, he's been a player that's just been up and down his whole career, and I don't think we can trust him at this point as he really has been a player that you can't really rely on him. You also have Wes Horton in there. He can give you some big games. But even looking at Trey Hendrickson, really his career, he's only had two sacks in his whole career. And it's, it's tough. It's tough to... He really hasn't had a lot of snaps and he hasn't had a lot of playing time. But he was a third-round pick. And he's going to have to come in here and really show what his worth here because he just wasn't really really that good. He played 12 games last year only had two sacks. Maybe he can come back in there and hit you know a five-sack mark if he played a lot. But... He's really, and also he really doesn't do good against the run either, so it's really tough to play him a lot. I think the Saints could play a Wes Horton type player more than a Trey Hendrickson. And I think a Wes Horton and Marcus Davenport could be good for the Saints because Wes Horton did do a lot of good things with the Panthers, and he could be a player that I know last year he did not have you know the best of seasons, but he went in in 2017 and did have five and a half sacks, which would be perfect. If he had five and a half sacks, Davenport has five and a half sacks, you'll see Jordan have those 13 sacks and he did do that you know like he that was his best year in 2017 but he did three sacks in 2016 and three sacks in 2014 only one and a half sacks last year so he he seems like he's just a, a situational pass rusher but if Davenport could take on that the most of the load he could come in here do some good stuff and I think that's good for the Saints as well and I think really after that you do have those undrafted free agents like a Carl Granderson type player, and you know, Corbin Kafuzi, and a the guy from USC that the Saints got, Dustin. He could be a player that the Saints get, and maybe one of these guys is really good. But overall, I think when you're looking at this group, it's it's really how they're going to get helped and how they help Cameron Jordan, the star, the best player on the defense. That's really what the Saints are going to have to do because without that, I just don't see that really happening. And when looking at the rest of these guys, it's going to help because I think the back end will play better. And that was a huge reason why the back end wasn't as bad, especially in later weeks, because the Saints were getting up a lot of pressure and you got to give that to Cam Jordan. You got to give that to Okafor, Davenport. And then also once um, Sheldon Rankins comes back, I think that will help a lot with the Saints. But I think that this back end got better in the offseason. And I think that's going to help the up front. And I think it's overall going to be a pretty good group I think when looking at it if you can get 13 sacks out of Jordan 12 to 13 sacks you can get eight sacks out of Davenport six to eight sacks and then also like three from Horton three to five from Horton you're looking at a solid group maybe you get three from Hendrickson as well you know you add that up you have 25 sacks and then obviously in the in the interior, which we'll probably get to next week, you'll have Sheldon Rankins probably hopefully with eight sacks. If he comes back healthy, probably won't be eight, probably like six, five sacks he'll have. 
Then you have um, Onyamato, who playing well, the increased role. Maybe he adds another five sacks. And then this whole group ends up with like 40 sacks, 50 sacks. I think overall that's how much the Saints could have. I think probably 40 in the 40s. And that and that's kind of best case scenario, though, I guess. Running those 40 to 50 sacks, that'd be a lot of sacks. I mean, just looking at the sacks leader, I'll look it up real quick. But, I mean, 40 to 50 sacks is a really good number for a team to have. And I think overall, when you're looking at it, it's, it's, it's something that the Saints, um, I think, could do I mean looking at the sack totals yeah 50 I think was the highest but really when, when you're between those 40 and 50 range the Saints last year were at 49 so they were at 50 and I think they can do that again maybe they go down to like 45 but that would still put them 10th best and they were the fifth best last year at getting sacks and I think they're gonna have to continue that it's a top five especially defensive ends when that's really their job top five defensive end group there I think they were last year kind of like right around there and I think that's gonna have to continue when looking at it, I think they do have the potential to go and have a really good season, but I could see why some people think they will take a step back. I'm for one that think they could take a little step back. We're going to see with Marcus Davenport. If Marcus Davenport has a good second year, this team can get better because you can see Davenport being better than Okafor, and to me, that that's a huge upgrade. If he can be a full number two guy and really help Cam Jordan get eight sacks, Cam Jordan gets 12 to 13 sacks, that, that's one of the best duos in the league. Maybe they have two 10-sack guys. It's going to be interesting to see, but um, I do think a big jump for Davenport is in the works, and he's been working really hard according to the Saints coaches, and I just want to see him back on the field because that also really excites me with Davenport, and I think he's a player that I was really high on him from the beginning when they got him, and I think he's going to have to just have a really good year. The Saints moved up to get him. They didn't have a first-round pick because of this situation here, so I think that's going to be really big for Davenport. So before we get into some Houdat Nation fan questions, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Houdat Discussion Podcast. So welcome back. Before we finish today's podcast, we are going to get into some Houdat Nation fan questions as we do have a question from Twitter this week from at that 9-1341 at SaintsFans9. And he asked, with Matthew signed, does that take Des Bryant out of the picture? And to me, this is just a really interesting question. I'm going to say yes, and this is, look, you can see Des Bryant, maybe he'll get signed next week. What do I know? But what do I know is now we're getting really late into the offseason. This is just a late point to sign any player. Your, your, last, your last chance is before training camp, which to me is your last chance before you're signing someone into the next season into either a camp body tryout. That's what you're doing. After that, you're not. there's nothing else you can do. Richard Matthews, he's a player that is probably going to do what Des Bryant was going to do with the Saints last year. And they chose him over a, a Des Bryant or a player like maybe Michael Crabtree, and they chose Matthews over that. Matthews can play outside, can play in the slot. That's obviously a big thing that the Saints like. They like that versatility from anybody. And with the Saints, obviously he's probably going to play more in the slot because the Saints don't really have many um, viable options, only with really Keith Kirkwood here. Little Humphrey Jordan, who's an undrafted free agent, you can't expect him to have a lot of reps coming into this season, but this is just, when you're looking at these stats, in 2017, he had 800 yards on 50 catches. He had 65 catches in 2016 for 945 yards. He's went, look, and and that's with Marcus Mariota, who's a run-first quarterback. With Drew Brees, you can put him on that roster and do a lot more, and he still wasn't the number one option on that team. So, that's just what I feel there. With the Dolphins, wasn't the number one option when they had, you know, Juice Landry and they had some other guys with Kenny Stills. He still did put up 600 yards and with a bad Dolphins team with Tannehill. They weren't really a, that bad. They were like 7-9, but 
not a good offense. And, and he was like the third option, fourth option. But Blake Hill would be with the Saints. And he still put up 600 yards. Uh, to me, he's like a Robert Meacham type player. And this is not just a camp body signing. This is a full-fledged, as ASC podcast said, they said this is a full-fledged signing here. And I, I agree with them, 100%. This was the Des Bryant replacement. And I, that's why I don't think the Saints will sign Des Bryant. Because this is they brought him in to do that. He can go deep. He can catch the possession receiver. Look, he's not great at one thing. But, you know, he doesn't have the best speed where he's, like, Brandon Cook style. But he doesn't have the worst speed where he can't get through and hit those deep balls. He's also a good possession receiver. He hits those deep ins and stuff like that. Kind of what Ted Ginn can do. I think he can outplay Ted Ginn and become a number two receiver. But if he's not, if he's the fourth, third receiver, you're fine with that as well. Because you still have Trey, Traquan Smith. You still have Keith Kirkwood. You still have Ted Ginn. You still have Cameron Meredith. And not everyone's going to get on this 53-man roster. You still have Simi Cobbs. So one of these, maybe it's going to be Matthews, maybe it's going to be another player, but coming in here, I don't think the Saints really got to sign Des Bryant anymore. And I think they kind of picked Matthews over Bryant, and I think that's what's going to happen here. And also, I know that Des Bryant put up those X's, but Rashard Matthews had some really cool TD celebrations as well with the surfs up. I think this is a really good signing for the Saints, and when looking at it, I think he can be a player that comes in here, does some really good stuff, and... Um, shows that the Saints have really a ton of wide receiving depth because they do. I did say coming into the season, uh, to the offseason, that the Saints needed to sign a wide receiver. And you know what I said that the Saints, if they signed a Des Bryant, they signed another receiver, I'd up their offseason grade up a little bit. Right now it's at a B for me. I'm going to up it to a B plus because this is at least an option that the Saints are going to come in here and do that. And they're going to try to fix that wide receiver spot with Richard Matthews. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but this is another player. He's kind of like a Ted... Looking when the Saints signed Ted Ginn, this is kind of what the Saints were getting. This type of player. I'm going to pull up Ted Ginn's stats real quick. I think we'll really see it, but to me, their stats are extremely similar. He actually kind of popped my eyes of how of how good of a player Rashard Matthew was and how he's still not signed this late. Obviously, he had a bad year last year with an injury, and he was moved around a couple of times, and he wanted the ball more. People say he has a little clubhouse issues. But this is when you're looking at these stats. Actually, when you're looking at it, Ted Ginn, he's never... You have Matthews with over a 900-yard season. Ted Ginn never had a 900-yard season. And I know Ted Ginn has been doing it longer, but Richard Matthews, to me, does have better stats overall. I think he, when you're looking at it, did Ted Ginn have a... He had one 10-touchdown season. He had a 9-touchdown season. I think he had two 9-touchdown seasons. It, it, when you're looking at it, last year was a tough year for him. He did play, you know, five years, five games with the Jets, and that didn't work out. And then before that, I played with the Titans when they, he wasn't in their offense for some reason. They didn't get any catches, and he didn't really play very good for the Jets either. But I think that was kind of more a lost season than a year out of the NFL. And he also got injured then, and then that was that. It was a lost season. Let's see what he comes back in, because he did have a lost season in 2014 and came back the next year and had a 600-yard season with the Dolphins and then went off for three really good years. So we'll see what happens here with Matthews, but I do think this is a good signing and a really good player. Kind of shuts off Des Bryant. So um, Saints fan nine, that, that's really what is here. I don't think Bryant is going to get signed by the Saints. Maybe another mid-year, um, a mid-year signing for the Saints. If a couple of players go down, I don't think they're going to take him out of the equation. But I do think that this is really Matthews' spot now, and I think the Saints are going to succeed with Matthews. I think he's going to be a big part. I think he could put up over 600 yards, five touchdowns, and be a good number three receiver in the slot for the Saints, or number two, maybe split him out wide a couple times. He can do both, and I think he'll do a really good job for both. So thank you, Saints fan 9, for asking that question. I love ask, uh, answering your guys' questions, so please 
send them please do you could send them on twitter and then also now saints fan 9 did this and i think we should do this just you could use a hashtag ask the who at this you could say something like that so i know you're asking a question or ask who that discussion something like that so i know it's your question do the same thing on instagram do it in any of the comments on our various platforms it's just really helpful and i love answering your guys questions and i want to interact with you guys so if you're listening and have a, any question about the saints either feedback about the show too we'll say i'm on here so just comment that down below so we'll answer your question next week on the who Dat nation fan question segment so with all that said i think it's time to wrap up this podcast if you like this episode and like what we're doing here at the who Dat discussion you can follow us on twitter at the who Dat this on instagram at who Dat discussion and you could also subscribe to various places where you can get this podcast on itunes at the who Dat discussion on spotify and on Google Play at the Who Dat Discussion. We're also on Stitcher and TuneIn at the Who Dat Discussion. And then we're also trying to get on a few new sites like iHeartRadio, if you guys listen to your podcast on there, and some other sites like that. The Himalaya podcasting um, service we're trying to get on there just so we can cover all our boundaries and hope everybody can listen. So I think that will wrap up this podcast. Really great stuff here for the Saints. And I can't wait to just keep on talking Saints, keep on getting ready for this 2019 season. So... With all that said, I want to say thank you, finish the deal, and who dat?